Welcome, I'm your host, Vivica Gravel, Community Development Coordinator for the City of Owen Sound and the River District, and you're listening to the River District Podcast. I'm sitting here with my friend Francesca Dobbin and uh, her colleague, Christy Andre, from the United Way Gray Bruce, Bruce Gray. Ah, we're interchangeable, but it's technically Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Gray. Gray. <laughs> B, B, I was told when I started that it rhymed, United Way, Bruce Gray... Okay, yeah. Actually, that's that's a little bit easier now that I remember it. It's got a bit of a tempo to it. Yeah, so that's okay. what I was told. There you go. Yeah, because everything else is Grey Bruce. Yep. And Doesn't... B comes before G in the alphabet. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. So, anyways, I am here with these two lovely people from the United Way Grey Bruce, and we're going to learn a little bit. Uh, Bruce Grey, <laughs> C. <laughs> and we're going to learn a little bit about the two of you. So, hi and welcome. Thank Hello. you. Thrilled to be here. <laughs> yeah. So why don't we get right into it and you two just uh, give me a little bit of an introduction about uh, the two of you. I mean, Francesca, you've been with United Way for as long as I can remember. 18 years. Goodness. At the beginning of November. Okay. Okay. And uh, Christy, you're more new to the to the organization, organization. <laughs> service. Yes. Um, so we're going to learn all about that. So I'm going to hand it over to you right now and uh, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Maybe, Francesca, maybe yourself first. Sure. So the United Way is uh, a registered charity. Um, United Ways are known across the planet uh, for doing really good work in the community. Uh, we cover all of Bruce and Gray counties. We've been in the River District um, for about 18 years. Uh, okay. They moved here just before I did. And then um, you know, we moved, we were across the street, actually, and just moved up the block okay. um, and took over the old Gray County Daycare Building um, in 2006. We paid a dollar for that building. And it's home to the Métis Nation of Ontario as well, as well as um, CMHA's Community Gardens and the Métis Gardens. That's where those are. That's okay. part of that forest <laughs> piece. That was the pilot project was actually on our land. Okay. Uh, and they came to us a few years ago and said, can we play in your yard? And we're like, yeah, we're not in it. <laughs> I love and, that. Yeah. So we've been growing veggies ever since. Um, we're a social services based charity. So we focus on uh, human needs um, mm-hmm. and, and human interaction and we build capacity. We're 100 percent fundraised. We're not. Okay. Yeah. We're not a charity that receives uh, transfer payments from the government to deliver any service. Uh, we have to go every day. We have to go find the money, which is what Christy's job is. <laughs> well, hi, Christy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. Yeah, so my official title, I guess, is fundraising champion. And Francesca's is executive director, very formal. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh la la. Yeah, and I've been with the United Way Bruce Gray since September. So very, very new, but very happy to be there. Well, I'm sure that Francesca is happy to have another person on the team. Oh, absolutely. The, 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 the youth energy is like, oh, okay, so we're, you know, let's do the Santa Claus parade. Sure, let's go. <laughs> she and, told me a I, story about that. And, and, you know, having had uh, lunch with Kiwanis recently, uh, apparently the Kiwanians are saying it was the worst ever weather in living memory. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember being a kid and never, I mean, maybe there'd be a skiff of snow, maybe there'd be a little bit of slush or something like that. But yeah, the the Santa Claus parade of 2022 was something else. It was. Yeah, we'll never forget that. <laughs> I was out there setting up tables and stuff, trying to make it lovely for everybody. I'm getting frostbite on my face <laughs> yeah. and just being like, is this worth it? The heaters <laughs> I put out aren't even putting out heat. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, frozen over. <laughs> but we collect 
kids, you know, over 70 pairs of socks as part of our drive. That's incredible. You know, um, which is part of our homelessness outreach as well. So it was great to have that outreach in our community and, and the community support. And so is this the first year you've done a sock drive? For the parade, yes. Okay, but there's normally a sock drive uh, we, we, outside of we that? We do lots of things. We, we collect all the things. Socks <laughs> oh, don't just... say that. There's not much room left in the building. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So tell me about a little bit of the, the fundraising, but also the, the collection of items and what kind of items you would be looking for if somebody wants to make a donation or if they should wait until you guys approach the community for them, that kind of stuff. Just tell me how people can get involved with giving stuff. So it's really important to um, respond to a request for stuff because different agencies are doing different things. So right. Safe and Sound on 8th Street does a coat drive. That's right. So bring coats to Safe and Sound. Um, in the summer, they'll be looking for tents and sleeping bags and things like that because they're a home, you know, homeless and housing outreach program. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to respond to a charity with what they're asking for versus coming and saying, hey, I've got this. Right. And, you know, I'm going to give it to you because if the charity's not able to take it, it becomes a challenge for the charity to deal with that. So we've um, been on the receiving end of a sock drive that PV Mart actually started out okay. on the Sunset Strip. Um, there This year, it's uh, both socks, hats, and mitts through that Heat the Feet is their program. So two, three years ago, they showed up at our office with 800 pairs of warm socks. Oh, my goodness. And it was like... Oh boy, what are we going to do with 800 pairs of socks? And um, so we have two on one. One of our projects is the two on one call line. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for community information about anything, you just pick up the phone, dial two one one. That's all you dial, and it can uh, refer you and connect you to human services information across Ontario, across Canada, and definitely focused on on Gray Bruce. Okay. So that's a really good resource for people who are struggling. So we we taped two one one business cards to these socks because there was a little uh, label on them Mm -hmm. and we gave them to police departments. Oh, wonderful. And so if they saw somebody walking in the downtown at 2 a.m., instead of kind of coming up and going, so what are you doing out here at 2 a.m.? They can go, hey, we see you're out here at 2 a.m. Can I give you a pair of dry, clean, warm socks? And then it becomes a conversation. Absolutely. And it's not a, you know, that negative police interaction. It's a positive police interaction. Mm -hmm. And... We saw it as a way of getting rid of socks. And then the <laughs> second year, um, we suddenly had in the fall all these police services, Wes Gray, Sogging Shores, the OPP, reaching out to us going, okay, we need more socks. And I was like, all right, so this is working. So oh, we, awesome. we created 211 socks. And, uh, you know, sometimes there are overnight guests with our police departments and they go out with dry socks in the morning. And it can really make a difference to somebody who's having, you know, a bad day, maybe making different choices than what you and I would make. And that's just one of the things that we do. So then we started our SOS outreach, which is that homelessness outreach support services uh, that happens at the farmer's market every other Wednesday in the downtown in the River District. And we've gone through, you know, in the last 12 months, 2,000 pairs of socks because that's something that people need. Um, you don't thrift store socks. No, they usually go in the trash when you're done yeah. with them. Yeah. So that's a big thing. And they're fairly standard sizes as yep. well. You don't have that small, medium, large, extra large, 2X and all that. With and you socks. can always wear a bigger sock. Yeah. You know, so so they're a nice comfort piece. So that's a big part of uh, what we're doing, um, you know, in the winter collection is, is asking for socks. 
No, I love that because, I mean, even as a person, um, you know, just out and about and stuff, your feet get so damp throughout the day when it's cold out and that'll chill your whole body. Really? So just a fresh pair of socks. I mean, I go camping with youth groups and things like that. And uh, we change our socks four times a day just to stay warm and dry. And I think that's such an integral piece of, of keeping people even giving that even that little bit of comfort. Sense of comfort yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's wonderful. So are you currently so sorry, I don't want to time stamp this too much, but do you collect socks throughout the year or should people wait? Uh, we collect socks throughout the year. Uh, we are focused in the winter on um, the warm socks, thermals, thermals that kind of stuff. Kind yeah, of thing. Um, you know, we go through so many that it doesn't really matter if you know you come to us in July with uh, warm socks. We'll just tuck them away; they don't go stale. Nope. Uh, no best before dates <laughs> on socks. So there so probably okay. is, and it's so just tragic. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it can be a lot of fun for um, people that are looking to engage with something in the community. Mm-hmm. It's a good team building thing. So if you're a business and you want to do something fun with your staff. You know, with everything we've had with the pandemic, it can be really challenging, um, you know, to do that team building when you're all on Zoom and you don't go out for lunch and you yes. don't do this and you don't do that. Um, but coming together to do something as a fundraiser for a community organization, that's a lot of fun. And, you know, Christy is big on helping you get through those ideas and, and making it work. Yep. Like convincing everybody to take place in or take part in the 2022 Santa Claus Parade. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they just love it. They- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any plans to take part in the 2023 Santa Claus Parade? Oh, uh, we'll see. We have not talked about that yet. It's too soon. Everybody's going to come in yeah. in parkas and then it's going to be beautiful <laughs> weather. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Fingers crossed. So let's talk a little bit about that um, SOS, uh, SOS outreach um, that you do alternating Wednesdays at the Owen Sound Farmers Market right there in the River District, right behind City Hall. Um, this is a, a drop-in um, outreach program. Yes. People um, of certain community are just, you know, identified and, and communicated that this is on there. And what can people get from this outreach? So SOS... First off, stands for Supportive Outreach Services. Okay. And it was named by people who access the services. Perfect. So when we first started doing this, and we all, the organizations involved all kept calling it something different. We all knew what we were talking about, but we all called it something different. So we went to uh, the peer support groups and said, okay, if we said, meet us at, you would know what it is if we called it what. And they came back with SOS, Supportive sure. Outreach Services. So that's that's what it is. And we have a mobile team and we have the stationaries. So we have Hanover the opposite weeks that we're not in Owen Sound as well. Okay. And what we do is we bring all those social services under one roof. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have public health there with harm reduction, our Indigenous supports with Moequidon. The Métis Centre could be there as well as SOHAC. Uh, the Women's Centre would be there with uh, issues around domestic violence and supporting women. Uh, we also have Peer Support Canadian mental health, you know, anything to do with mental health, you know, uh, addictions counseling. Uh, Occasionally, you know, we can schedule permitting, have our nurse practitioner there. So if you are uh, unattached to a doctor and you're looking for something supportive, especially around substance use, of course, um, whether you need some information, open wounds, basic first aid, because the paramedics are there as well. Mm -hmm. And then OSHA's there with some pizza. So it's a free pizza lunches. And we are there with the United Way and we've got socks and toilet paper and um you know those basic things that 
you can't get through a food bank. Right. Uh, the food bank is there with emergency food as well. The Salvation Army is there with their team. But, you know, there's other things that um, are missing. So, you know, we have masks for... Um, you know, people who are still wishing to wear a mask and, and being careful of in the, the flu season and, and with COVID still being out there. So all of those pieces, you know, we have journals and, and pencil crayons for people who that's part of their therapeutic processes is journaling. And and when we don't have something, we listen for feedback on, OK, what is it you could use now, you know. A two-bedroom apartment of course. that I could afford yeah. is the number one thing, you know. But uh, the other pieces were, and then we're connecting people to services. So right. we'll have somebody who comes in and they're just, you know, at their wits end with something. And we can walk them from agency to agency to agency under one roof. You know, uh, Gray County is there with Gray County Housing with mm-hmm. Ontario Works. And they can look up files and get people reinstated or get them that financial assistance that they need in that emergency. And then start making a, a plan of, of connecting. Yeah, and how important it is to have all of these people under one roof because we, we've had people come in and need to know where to go to get things. I'm sorry, you have to go up this hill yeah. to, to go there. And then you have to go across town to the other place. So having everybody all in one area and not having to book up an appointment, trying to keep track of all of that is just convenient it makes it really accessible Mm -hmm. to everybody um and that being the building being accessible as well helps yeah it's barrier free Um, yeah you know we've had the govax bus there twice um and have done you know well over a hundred vaccines for for covid and all five versions of of the vaccine Um, So that was kind of fun um, when the first time they came because they weren't sure what they were coming to. And they were definitely trying to target our transient population. Mm -hmm. And they definitely did. You know, they started out the day with 15 appointments and just kind of like, okay, it's going to be a quiet day. And we were like, no, no, no. (laughs) Days are coming. Um, And that's the the beauty of it is you don't need an appointment. Yeah. Um, You know, we're there from 1 to 3.30 for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, just drop on by, see what's going on. Yeah. And many of them don't have health cards on them or any of those kinds of things. So having the expectation that you would need something like that to go and get some of the services is a lot of pressure. Yeah. And And a lot of the people there remember them, too. So they call them by their first names, like make them just feel like this is a social gathering. uh, Yeah. Just just, a lot of respect. Yeah. And, you know, the the piece that makes my day is when somebody you've had a really positive interaction with somebody who's you've problem solved with brings a friend the next time oh and says these people help these people get it done you need to talk to these people no and you're just like oh (laughs) i can get up tomorrow morning definitely and keep going here yes no from a from a job standpoint that sounds incredibly fulfilling oh it it is it's absolutely yeah when you get those wins and when you get somebody who's um you know moves along a path of a plan that they've decided Mm -hmm. and you're watching them and you're helping them and you're cheering with them it can just make all the difference in the world. And, and then when they come back with gratitude of, you know, thank you, without you guys, you know, I may not be here, but you caught me just when I was at rock bottom and showed me there was a path. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So we are actually running a little bit low on time here. So I don't want to rush anybody through. I know we have so much that we can talk about. Um, But I know there are some questions from people and they're really embarrassed to ask. Um, But sometimes there's a case where, you know, somebody is asking for money um, or they're feeling unsafe or, or, you know, any of those kinds of things. What can somebody do to interact with somebody of the transient population um, to help them? Uh, from their standpoint? So I would say that the first thing to do is is hello and eye contact, is see them, because so often they feel invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing to remember is not everybody that is panhandling or asking for money downtown is actually homeless. That's uh, correct. They can be spending 100% of what income they have on their rent. Mm-hmm. So the panhandling is how they get food um, or how they other, you know, get other things that they need. So mm-hmm. not everybody is, is genuinely unhoused. Um, but making eye contact and just simply stating you know, if you don't have any cash or you're not willing to or or want to give cash to say, you know, uh, no, I don't have anything on me today. Thanks very much. Um, have a great day. You mm-hmm. know, people are human beings deserve respect. Um, but if you have the ability to, well, can I get you a cup of coffee or can I get you a sandwich or, uh, you know, pop into Tim Hortons and get a Tim card, $5, $10, buys lunch. Yeah. Um, you know, same with Metro cards. Going to the grocery store makes a big difference. Uh, Fresh Roots Cafe has a board. So if you go down uh, for lunch at CMHA at their uh, uh, cafe there, you can pay for something. And then somebody can go in and say, OK, can I have soup and a muffin and a coffee? Mm-hmm. And it comes off the board because it's already been paid for. So yeah. that's their pay it forward board. Um so that's the best thing to do is is just hello and, and move along. Um, you know, I've been downtown at night at the dark and it's okay to feel uncomfortable, um, but it's a pretty safe place to be. I would say so. I would say that Owen Sound, you know, there might be some misconceptions and people might be told to it's unsafe, but I don't feel that way. And I've lived here my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that people just have misconceptions and they need to to change their way of thinking. Now, if somebody wanted to purchase um, gift cards on bulk, they wanted to buy 10 Tim Hortons gift cards or something like that um, and didn't have the means to be able to hand them out themselves. Can they forward those to you guys? Oh, absolutely. Or- we would work with Safe and Sound ourselves through the SOS program. Um, I, we've bought uh, Tim cards before for Owen Sound Police, uh, so they can go and buy somebody lunch. Okay. You know, so they're interacting with somebody. There's nothing criminal, but maybe somebody's just frustrated. Of course. And they're angry, and they're just kind of yelly in the downtown. You know what? Maybe you're just hangry. Let's go get you some lunch. Been there. You know? <laughs> and then that changes yeah. the conversation again. Absolutely. And the feedback we've gotten from uh, the Owen Sound Police and from OPP is thank you, because that does give them that opportunity to have a positive interaction and and diffuse the situation when they're just hangry. Yeah. And gift cards are much easier to store than anything larger, of course. So those can really go to just about anybody. Yeah. Um, And it it becomes currency within the community as well. mm -hmm. So if you need a favor from somebody else... Or maybe, you know, somebody's got a really nice hat and you want that hat and you got a couple of gift cards, you can pay for it that way. Yeah. Um, you know, I know um, in some communities people use it um, to buy a ride and that's how they pay for, you know, the friend, I'll, I'll, you know, I haven't got any cash, but can you drive me to the grocery store? But I've got this Tim card. That's incredible. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, gift cards are a wonderful way to go. And um, as any sort of holiday or gift giving season approaches, um, I know a lot of people are looking to give back. Um, and while this may not air during that time period, it's something that people can definitely consider and think about. And if they do have the means to give even just a little, um, it can go a long way. Absolutely. And you can find us on the web. Google knows where we are. Lots of, <laughs> you know, every social media p- platform. We try to make it as easy as possible for people because yep. we we appreciate it and we want to give them um, an easy way to hand us their their love so yeah so how do I put you on the spot here and ask you what are those social media handles and what is your website okay, well, oh you wrote I, them down she, she, you told came me. prepared <laughs> love that so on Twitter we are we and then the letter R possibility um, Instagram and Facebook we're United Way Bruce Gray and then online on our website we are unitedwayofbrucegray.com and if you want to make a donation our mobile portal is donatetoday.ca okay and that's uh, just works really well on your phone flows. Well, make sure to follow them on social media. Make sure to stay up to date on their website. And uh, I know that Francesca is always out in the community. So if you just see her around, go say hi. Come say hi. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me this afternoon. Um, This is going to be a great show and I'm excited to bring it to the public. So thanks again for coming in. And as always, I'm your host, Vivica Gravel, Community Development Coordinator with the City of Owen Sound and the River District. And you're listening to the River District Podcast. Thanks so much and take care. 